Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Colette and John Vignocchi about their wedding on the Disney Cruise Line. I thought you guys would be interested to hear about the unique choices they made and all of the fantastic events they combined into a big wedding weekend, and of course, how everything turned out. So welcome, Colette and John. Hi! Hey there. We're so excited to be chatting with you. <laughs> Thanks so much for being on the show today. I always like to start at the very beginning and find out how you guys decided that you wanted to have your wedding on the Disney Cruise Line. Okay, so I always wanted a wedding that, like I always dreamed of having a wedding that was magical and Disney-esque, not necessarily a Disney wedding specifically, just because I didn't really know a bunch about them. And I just knew, you know, I wanted something that was unique to me. And I, I kind of just, you know, you know, when you just plan in your head, like, oh, like, I kind of like that kind of wedding or whatever. But then when I met Johnny, and we had a relationship, and then we got engaged, we were thinking, Hmm, like, what can we do? Because my family are all from England and my, a lot of my friends are from England. And then a lot of, well, Johnny's family's from Chicago and his friends are dotted all over the United States. So we were like, well, what can we do that would be, make it so that people would want to fly from all over to come and celebrate with us and make it, you know, sort of worth their while. So we toyed around with the idea of doing a Disney wedding just because, I love Disney. Johnny used to work for Disney. And like I said, it was never something I was like, oh, I must have a Disney wedding. But then looking into it, I was like, oh, maybe this would be great because it would be like a vacation destination for a lot of my family and friends and for them to spend the money to come fly over. And the reason the cruise came up was because we, as a couple, had actually taken a Disney cruise, I think, a year prior, and we'd had an amazing time. It was on the Disney Dream. Johnny also, in his family, there not there like your dad has a boat or something? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, you help. <laughs> sure. So Colette and I were in a long-distance relationship. Uh, she was based in London, and I was based here in Los Angeles. As Colette had mentioned, uh, I was an employee at Disney at the time, uh, working as vice president of production at Disney Interactive on a really fun video game series called Disney Infinity. Uh, I had met Colette uh, some of my many trips over to um, the UK, and Colette actually uh, used to be a blogger for the official Nintendo magazine, and of course was a massive Disney fan. Mm -hmm. So I was always putting out tweets about the new Disney Infinity project that we were working on, and Colette was sending messages in response. So we met, you know, through our love of Disney. Of course, long distance relationships are incredibly difficult, but we always did the best job that we could uh, to make time and to see each other. And one fateful Valentine's Day of, was that 2000, 2016 Valentine's Day, I whisked her away uh, on a Disney cruise 
Uh, that was a, a quick four-day jaunt across Valentine's Day, leaving from Port Canaveral uh, and, of course, stopping at Castaway Key and then uh, coming back to Port Canaveral. When we finished the cruise, I said to her, Colette, it is my pledge to you that we will close the gap <laughs> and we will be together forever someday. And that, of course, set everything in motion for our Valentine's Day wedding. It just seemed to make so much sense for us to come back to the place where we really fell in love and I made that commitment to her that we would be together forever and share the experience of us exchanging our vows alongside all of our friends and family uh, right there in Castaway Key. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, how did your friends and family react when they found out that your wedding was going to be on a cruise? Oh, my God. We were kind of a little bit nervous. Well, I was nervous that, you know, will people actually come? Not because they don't want to come, but because it's a big commitment to ask. I mean, family, maybe not so much because they're your family, but your friends, especially the ones that live overseas, it's a big commitment to ask them, you know, not just to fly to another country, but to fly and then take a cruise. It was it was like a Monday to Friday cruise. And um, so I was a little bit nervous that, you know, people that I really loved and cared about might not be able to come just for various different reasons. So we worked really hard to get these. Uh, we made invitations and we thought, you know, we'll make our invitations look really cool and exciting to make people think like, oh, if we don't go to this, like we're going to be missing out. So the invitations were designed in a, well, it was a plan. <laughs> the invitations were designed to look like this like little passport and it had like multiple different pages on the passport and it had like a little itinerary and it was really like a really cute invitation. There were stamps in the back of the passport though. We, we basically designed the passport. It was about 12 pages. It was a little booklet that came. Mm. In the back of it though, it had a whole list of different activities. And for our guests that completed all of the activities, they got a special reward. So as you went and did the activities throughout the week on the cruise, you got stamps that we had this made. This was just us trying to like lure people to our wedding. Like, look how fun this invite is. The <laughs> well, wedding's going to be even more fun. Well, but it was also connected to, of course, right? Like the food and wine festival. That was the oh, yeah. inspiration. You know, like they have the Epcot, you have the little passport. Right. It was kind of her like inspiration, but yeah. And so we sent all of those out and a lot of people uh, gave us these really cool reactions to the invitations because they were so cool. A few people were a little bit like, whoa, like a Disney cruise. I've never been on a cruise and a bit nervous thinking like, oh, it's going to be very expensive. But then actually when they looked into it a little more and they realized they were actually getting pretty good value for their money getting to come to this amazing wedding. And we also told everyone they're welcome to bring their family with them and turn it into, you know, a really, you know, awesome, unforgettable vacation that we just also happen to be getting married at. Yeah, with respect to how the family reacted to being invited, of course, first, we both called our parents and said, here's what we're thinking. Colette, being a real-life Disney princess herself, <laughs> really had uh, wanted to do something um, at Disneyland or at Disney World and we evaluated those options, but really kind of our hearts being connected to that cruise where we, where we really fell in love, that all of a sudden became a really great idea. So we, we spoke with our parents and we said, hey, what do you guys think? And they said, it was, it was interesting, it was a little bit of a mixed reaction at first. Mm -hmm. um, on my father's side, uh, he is a, a big boater or a yachtsman, um, <laughs> but he, he, he is a big boater and boating ha has been uh, in my family for generations. 
with respect to uh, my mother, though, you know, she gets carsick and queasy. It was kind of like, you know, I don't know. And I'm like, Mom, look, these things are like floating malls. Like, they're incredible. I mean, they're just, they, they don't even move. And, and we were on there and, you know, there's 12-foot rollers there in the ocean as, as we're crossing the gulf. And it's like we couldn't even feel it on the dream when we did it ourselves. So she was like, okay, Johnny. But they like the fact that. If you take a look at just as Colette had mentioned, we've got friends all over the place: Los Angeles to Orlando, London to Orlando, um, Chicago people, of course, to Orlando. All of those different destinations require people to travel a certain amount of time. So we started calculating. Okay, I mean, it ends up being about the same distance for all of our friends in Los Angeles. It ends up being about the same distance for friends and family in London. And at the same time, for people in Chicago, well, you just get the benefit, right? <laughs> We thought that, that 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 made a lot of sense, but as Colette had mentioned, it is a bit of a financial commitment. We decided that we weren't going to be paying for everyone's cruises because, unfortunately, our money tree died. Um, <laughs> but jokes aside, what we did promise was that, uh, just like Colette and I had in 2016, by attending the event, there's going to be lots of special events and surprises and also the opportunity for you to make some wonderful memories with your partner and also your family. So please bring your family. Mm -hmm. And so the idea that we could actually go to a place and invite people to a place where they could bring not only their loved ones, but, you know, geez, their entire family, which of course I guess their loved ones, but that they could <laughs> yeah. bring everyone um, seemed to us to feel really, really special. And myself being so connected to Disney and Colette also, that figured it to be the best way that we could make uh, our Disney dreams come true. Yeah, we were, I think we were very lucky to have such good friends. They were down to do this, like after looking into it and stuff. So we appreciate that. <laughs> so how many guests did you invite and how many were able to make that trip? I think in total, we invited 200. We weren't obviously expecting 200 to come because, you know, we were having it on a cruise and there's a million reasons why, you know, Aside from just financial, there's a million other reasons, you know, my people might not be able to commit to a week-long wedding because, you know, people have lives and people are busy. Like some people we know had had babies and they just, you know, they couldn't do it. So we invited 200, thinking like 100 hopefully would come, like including their families and stuff. And then I think a total of, what, 120 RSVP'd, which we were really, like, happy about because we were just like, wow, this is going to be so much fun. But also, like, oh, my goodness, like, that's a lot of people, but we got to be ready to throw a big party. <laughs> that's awesome. You guys were on the Disney Dream. What locations did you choose for your ceremony, your reception, your bachelorette, all of those events? Okay, so the cruise departed on Monday and came back on Friday. And on Monday, we decided we were going to have our bachelor and bachelorette parties in two separate parts of the ship. I had this vision because the Disney Dream has this really cool champagne lounge called Pink. And it's inspired by Pink Elephants on Parade from Dumbo. So it's like a cute, like, pink champagne lounge. It's just so aesthetically nice. And so I said, I want to have a private event in there with a group of my girlfriends who are coming to the wedding. And that's what I want to do. And the theme was, like, everyone will wear pink. Disney was really, really nice. They said, what we can do is we can open this lounge for you um, earlier than we would normally for the general public. So you can have it to yourselves 
because technically it's not open yet. So I think we uh, we had it to ourselves for like an hour, two hours before, and um, which was really really nice. And they um, they customed all these little canapes that were all pink for me. They did a custom drink for me called the Colette, which was really awesome. We brought a DJ with us, and so she came in to that party, and she like had made a mix, and she just pumped the mix into that room. I don't know if you know what pink looks like, but it's not very big. It's very, very intimate, which makes it really nice when you, you know, if there's like a small group of you and your girlfriends there. So that was really nice. And then when the lounge did open to the public, we already had got like a section reserved for us if we wanted to stay. And because it was also Monday, the first night of the cruise, it wasn't particularly busy because, you know, it's the first night for a lot of people and there's other stuff going on. So it worked out really nicely. To throw in a few additional details about how the entire week had worked out, mm. we began planning this entire wedding um, in May of 2017. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in October of 2017, we had done the cruise before, but it had been a while since yeah. we had done it. And so in October of 2017, Disney invited us to come out and do what we called the demo cruise. Mm. And on this demo cruise, we had an opportunity to actually walk uh, the entire ship and look at all of the, the different locations throughout the ship. Additionally, in this October timeframe, uh, we had asked our guests to RSVP right around that time frame. And of course, their deposits were due right around Thanksgiving of 2017 for a, this February cruise. So we also had a pretty good idea at this point of how many people had RSVP'd. To be honest with you, we were blown away by the number of people that had RSVP'd. I think that Colette's expectation of the amount of people versus me, um, Colette was way closer. Um, Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, we needed to find venues that could fit um, 120 of our our guests. And so that helped inform a lot of the different decisions that we made. So um, when it came to the bachelor and bachelorette party specifically, we liked the idea of pink because Colette's favorite color is pink, of course, mm-hmm. right? And then there was also this great idea of you know, champagne, and we had a DJ in there, and you guys were all dressed to the nines, and that was a ton of fun. Um, with respect to my bachelor party, we did it at Pub 687. Um, that's just a few doors down from pink. So, of course, at the end of the party, everyone got to mix and mingle and, and hang out from there. But... Um, pub 687 on, on the dream was the closest as I could get to a Chicago pub. Um, and that's really what I want. I'm a, I'm a pretty easy guy when it comes to um, having a good time. So, you know, get a beer in my hand and uh, some appetizers, and that's great. And like Colette had mentioned, Disney worked with us to create custom drinks for both of us. So when we did that demo cruise and we had eventually decided on Pink and we decided on Pub 687, the, the team at Disney Parks and Resorts and Disney Cruise Lines got together and then created these custom drinks based on our personalities. So um, at Pub 687 during my bachelor party, we passed out bracelets. So we knew uh, yeah. we had these custom bracelets made. So all of our guests had these bracelets so that the Disney staff knew who was part of the wedding party. And um, everything was comped. So there was this great drink, though, that you had to have. My, my drink was the... Um, it was, uh, uh, the Johnny V. The Johnny V, yeah. And it was a uh, glass of Corona that had two sticks on top of it and a shot of Patron Silver Chilled. And you'd slam your fist down on the bar and then, the, you know, the sticks would break and then <laughs> the Patron shot would uh, drop in there and then you'd chug it. So needless to say, of course, the bachelor party got pretty crazy, but in a Disney kind of way, you yeah, know, safe so and family friendly. And it was great. My, my bachelor stood up and you know, it was a toast and roast. So a lot of people were telling different stories 
And the best part was at the end of the bachelor and bachelorette parties, we all got to go and hang out together and share the rest of the night together. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. That's great. And how did you choose the locations for the ceremony, the reception, and the dance party? It was very important to me, like so important that I had at this wedding, you know, a formal dinner and then a formal like, you know, dance and after party. And I think like in the past when some other parties might have had Disney weddings, it's, it tends to be a smaller party. And I think they, because it's a smaller party, you know, they just go have a dinner together, like a very intimate dinner with their small party in a section of the ship. And then they maybe go they might have booked the big room and they go kind of like get together in the big suite or something like that. So the problem I had was we have 120 guests and I really, really didn't want to be in a situation where I was having to celebrate with, you know, other members of the general public who I didn't know, not because like, you know, I hate like random people. It was more because, you know, this was my wedding and this was a big deal. And I really wanted to share this special moment with just my family and friends. So Picking the ceremony place was really quite easy because Castaway Key, actually, to be fair, at first I was nervous because I was like, this is a public <laughs> beach and I didn't want people in the background. But Disney had been experimenting with this new section in Castaway Key, which was on like a dock, a little pier dock. And um, they, they'd actually like showcased it in the TV show um, on Freeform. They do like a wedding showcase on Freeform. And it was something new they were toying with just because you it's, t- it's more like private and there's nobody really in the background because the backdrop is literally like the ocean. So as soon as I heard about that, I loved it. And I was like, that's exactly what we want. It'll be very like, you know, private and there won't be um, vacationers in the background or like photographs, which I really didn't want because, you know, it kind of like ruins it a little bit. But um, so it's nice that they have that and they offer that. And it was really perfect. It, they had a beautiful flower arch and um, a really beautiful runner that said part of our world on it because our wedding had a lot of like Little Mermaid undertones, which was really, really nice. And, and your favorite movie. And my favorite Disney movie. She's my favorite. And it just fitted because we're on the ocean. And then for our reception dinner, previously when me and Johnny had been on the cruise, we had eaten at, so on the dream specifically, there's um, two restaurants which you, which aren't included in your cruise price you can pay extra to eat at them and they're called Paolo and Remy and they're both really really wonderful restaurants like I recommend them to anybody that goes on the Disney dream and wants to kind of have like a little more of a romantic or like you know a bit more upper class sort of dining experience even though all the rotational dining is also really good but you know if you want it to be a bit more quieter So they had this Italian restaurant called Paolo, which actually seated, I think, just a few seats over what our total party was. So I was like, well, wouldn't this be great if we could actually rent this whole restaurant, you know, after our ceremony and we could all have our dinner in there. So we didn't even know if this was possible, but um, Disney is so amazing and everything we kind of they kept saying to us, like, you know, no, nothing is too crazy. Like, if you have an idea, share it with us. Like, we'll make, we'll do everything we possibly can to make it happen. Disney um, Cruise was already so excited that so many people were coming to this wedding. I think they said it was the biggest wedding they'd had on a Disney cruise before. So they were really excited. And it also, you know, it gave them the opportunity to push their limits on what they could do and what they could now 
offer other other people that you know might want to have a large wedding on a Disney cruise. So we had our reception dinner in Palo, which is a really beautiful Italian themed restaurant, and we had it all to ourselves. We were also lucky enough they let our DJ even plug a playlist of music into the speakers, so we were able to have like some music playing that was actually related, you know, to our moment and our wedding, which was really, really nice. So that was beautiful. The food there was amazing. We did like a wine pairing for all of our guests. It was really, really lovely. Did you use Palo before it was open to the public or how did that work? Palo has two seatings. They have them an earlier seating and they have a later seating. I believe that we took the early seating. A lot of what determined what locations that we were going to choose in order to do the different events across our five-day wedding cruise really was dictated by the overall size of our party. As Colette had said, this was the largest wedding that the Disney Cruise Lines had ever done before. And so there definitely was a lot of like juggling and, and yeah. you know, multiple plates like, spinning. Can we do this? We can try. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> One of the things that they had said to us, and Colette, I mean, you can speak to this. You really cared a lot about making sure that the wedding and the wedding photos were perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Colette's a big Instagrammer. And I am her photog, um, or her Insta husband, (laughs) as it's known. But one of the things maybe you could talk a little bit about is like, what were some of your values that you had, Colette, in terms of, you know, that location, right? Well, as I mentioned before, it was very important to me to have that privacy. Like, I wanted to have the privacy of what a regular wedding would have. I didn't want there to be like shirtless guys in the background yeah, with gray I, bands. But yeah, because you know, it's a beach. And I also didn't want to like infringe on anybody else's vacation because at the end of the day, there's a, you know, I don't know how many people are on the ship, but there's a ton of other people there that have paid fair and square to be there too. So those were just things I was nervous about in the beginning. But then when we went through the ceremony space on that October demo cruise, And um, our wedding um, coordinator really reassured me that, you know, nobody's really going to, no one's going to be watching this happen. It was in a very nice secluded spot. The pictures would look, it would look like you, you know, you were all on your own in this place. And they really did. And it came out really perfectly. So the ceremony was exactly, and maybe, yeah, even better than what I envisioned it would be, considering we were on an island with, you know, a ton of families and a ton of people. So that worked out really nicely. And one of the key things for us, right, as, as we went through everything was, oh, goodness, make sure the weather is going to be perfect. Oh, yeah. You know, because, of course, there's a chance, right? It's the Bahamas. And um, there had been um, a hurricane that had come through that had, had done damage not too long before that. Yeah. But of course, everything was perfect. The day was perfect, right? I think like it was a good idea that we chose February because, you know, we're going somewhere that's going to be tropical regardless. So, you know, the weather's going to be either warmish or <laughs> there's a chance that, you know, it might be a downpour. So I think February was a good like balance between it. It wasn't like sweltering hot for people. We have grandparents and 
And I'm, a, I'm gonna, you know, come from a big Italian family, so everyone's slightly yeah, overweight, we have, and we're yeah. head sweaters. Right? <laughs> we have, like, you know, we have um, our parents and people that, you know, they're wearing tuxedos and stuff, and I don't want to put them in a situation where they're, you know, in the hot sun for too long because, you know, might not be very good for people. So the weather actually worked out really perfectly. Like it was warm, it wasn't windy, and yeah, luckily, like it didn't rain. So I think February for a Disney cruise wedding, if you're going to Castaway Key, is actually a really good time of year to go. So that worked out pretty nicely. Great. And then how did you choose the location for the reception after your meal at Palo? <laughs> so as I said before, I was like, I remember when I was going through all this wedding planning with my Disney wedding planner on the dream. And, you know, he was like, okay, yeah, you can have your dinner here. And then I'm like, okay. So where are we going to do the dancing? And he was like, mm? and I was like, you know, like our first dance and stuff. And then I think it, he realized like, oh my goodness, like she wants to like, she doesn't want to just go join the rest of the ship and party at this point, because, you know, there's a ton of clubs on the ship. There's a ton of cool events and dance parties, but I think he realized like, oh, she wants to like keep the privacy and like, you know, the John and Colette party going and it just be the John and Colette party. So that was something that we had to think about and tackle because again, like I say, there's a lot of other people on this ship. You know, it's kind of a big deal to take some of it away for, you know, a few hours for a wedding, right? So um, we went through a few of the locations and there's a lot of cool places on the ship that during the day they're open to everyone, they're open to kids. But then in the evening, there's like a lot of places that turn into adult only establishments. So they, they have like a really cool vibe. And there was this place on the Disney Dream. It was just perfect. I walked in and it looked like, because I wanted our reception to feel like we were going under the sea like to keep in theme with the Little Mermaid. And I walked in and um, there was all these like, blue lights it made it you know seem like you were underwater and there was this big bar in the middle and the pattern on the side of the bar even looked like coral and there was a big dance floor and a stage but the dance floor lit up and that was something that I really like you know always wanted when I thought of a wedding like it was sort of like a really like cool dance floor that makes people want to get up and dance on it because it's so like cool to look at so hang on what was it called evolution Evolution! Yeah, it was called Evolution. Well done. <laughs> it was called Evolution. And seriously, it was just, I, as soon as I stepped into it, when we went on our demo cruise, I was like, this is perfect. I really would like to have our reception here. And as Johnny mentioned before, a lot of this determined on the number of our party. And I think that really helped in securing these spaces because, you know, we were filling them with enough bodies so to speak so that it wasn't like you know a really small party trying to take like a really huge space which really wouldn't make much sense and would probably be like kind of silly <laughs> you know the evolution was so amazing and um yeah there was this beautiful bar in the middle it looked like coral and this big dance floor and just I remember like when we took our guests from Paolo to this bar like there was a little there was a few moments where like we had you know, we had to wait because they were just getting it ready because as you can imagine, they had to wait until 
the final, I think they have shows in there sometimes. So they had to wait for that to finish before they could quickly run in to be like, oh, quick, this is a wedding. So they like put our names on the TV screens they had in there and stuff. But literally they were so amazing. They did everything so fast. And then when the doors opened and everyone walked in, I remember everyone just being like, oh my God, this is amazing because our guests had already been like wowed by Castaway Key, wowed at the amazing cuisine at Paolo. And this was Wednesday. So they still had like another, like another few days left of the trip and they walked into this room and they were just like wow this is so amazing we had a step and repeat wall specially made which people could take photos in front of it was really like a dream come true everything we wanted Disney was able to do for us it was really really magical and did they charge you just a food and beverage minimum like when you did pink or when you did evolution or a venue fee or anything like that I think it was like, uh, what was it? <laughs> it was a, it wasn't, you didn't right, have to I'll, pay for I'll, the yep, space. Yes. No, I think no, it was no, part no, of the no. drinks package. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> but, like my husband helped take care of uh, yeah. all this stuff. This is why um, I have him here. Cause yeah. I, I was just, you know, I was the bride. I didn't want to worry about this stuff. Sure. Um, <laughs> I would say this, the amount of coordination that went into this was pretty big. We worked for months to pull this off and we wanted it to be, I wanted it to be especially, you know, just the dream wedding that Colette deserves. And it's just a truth. And so when it came to choosing the venue for the reception after Paulo, the way that it worked was Disney escorted our guests from Paulo down to Evolution, which is not very far, but it's it's a few Mm -hmm. floors down. Um, Mm -hmm. So they... They had helped block off elevators for our guests. And then our guests took those elevators down and then our guests were able to um, go into the venue. And so at Evolution, we actually took that for four hours. You run through kind of the, the timeline of events. We had a mid-afternoon wedding. Um, the wedding ended right before everyone needed to get back onto the ship. Everyone was taken on uh, trams back to the ship and then uh, escorted to uh, they actually had we coordinated about 30 minutes, so if people wanted to change out of their beach attire into more formal attire for the dinner at Apollo and the dancing afterwards, they mm-hmm. could do that. But then we had the dinner at Apollo. Apollo does do two seatings. We did ours right before. They delayed the reservations against the first seatings to accommodate all of our guests, mm-hmm. but still were able to hit all the requirements that they need to for all the other guests yes. that are on the ship, the amount of reservations that they need to mm-hmm. hit every single night. So it was great. Paula was fantastic. The food was fantastic. It was a completely custom menu. We provided wine for everyone, food for everyone. It was fantastic. And as Colette had mentioned, something that's very interesting that I didn't know about, but we found throughout the planning process is that actually, as I'm sure everyone listening and as I'm sure that you know, um, Imagineering designed all of those different environments across all those different ships. One of the interesting things that they did uh, at Paulo and this is at Remy as well, but they actually create the music custom for the overall dining experience. Mm -hmm. And so part of what we had requested was, would it be possible if our DJ could play music? And that's how we found out, like, well, geez, you may be taking some of the the spirit of Paulo away because as you're supposed to be eating all the food that we're preparing, it's, you know, the Imagineers have prepared a score against this (laughs) entire thing, right? You're supposed to feel emotionally. And so we said, you know, that's great. But we would love it if our DJ could be able to do that. So they did give us access to do that, which is very special and very rare. And as we would go to find out, the sound system that powers that entire thing Mm -hmm. is actually a compact disc player. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she actually had oh, to put together, yeah. remember? Yeah. She so did. our DJ, her name's Jamie. She, her company is called Edge Entertainment. She's amazing. 
And so, yeah, she quickly went and burned a CD. She was so incredible. She's like, I swear, if anyone wants a DJ for their wedding, like, she's amazing. Um, and she did it all for us. And she worked with Disney. Like, And this is all while, this is like the day before a while, you know, me and Johnny were dealing with other things. Like, Jamie just worked behind the scenes with Disney to do everything that she could to make this perfect and, um, yeah, they found a way to do it. That's when we discovered the CD player. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and even the cast members were like, you know, this is really fun. We're so excited that we could do this for you guys. We love doing special events like this. We love doing weddings. So, and she made sure that the music, you know, it wasn't anything like crazy. Like yeah, none of no, it had lyrics. No swears yeah, no. or it was, racial it was, No, no, no. Yeah. It was all just like instrumental, very nice stuff. But rather than being because Paolo is like Italian themed so rather than being like very Italian themed music it was more music that was related more to our wedding so there was a lot of like Little Mermaid scores in there and things like that so it just took our guests you know from the ceremony and it was taking them on this journey that seemed very seamless and immersive. This all sounds fantastic. Can you tell me a bit about how you customized the standard cruise collection elements? Like you had a cake that they no longer offer. Your bouquet was custom. How did you work with them on that? I literally just said to our wedding coordinator, like I just said, this is what I want and this is what I want to have. And um, they just did their very, very best to meet everything that I wanted. So I think there is like a perceivement sometimes that if you have a Disney wedding, you have to choose from, you know, like ABC or something like this. And that's really not true. I believe you can really, really have exactly what you want and you can make a Disney wedding really completely unique and your own if you want to. You know, with the bouquet, I was like, you know, these are my favorite colors. I would really like to have roses this color. I'd really like it if there was some, like, you know, little starfish in there because of the theme of the wedding. And, um, yeah, Disney was really amazing. They went, they would message me on the weekends. They would text me. Like, they were really worked around the clock. Actually, our main wedding coordinator, who he just recently left, actually, but his name was Alexander, and he was really, really amazing. He did such a great job. It was basically a case of me just not being shy to say exactly what I wanted and they being really, really open to accommodating it. And I don't know whether or not this is just it's different on the Disney cruise because I don't know any of the procedure for having a Disney wedding, you know, at the parks. But definitely on the Disney cruise, the experience I had planning was really great, really creative. And they they let me share my ideas and creativity with them. And we came up with lots of great things together. It was perfect. That's cool. And so then things like the step and repeat photo backdrop, did you just send them the logo and they put it together for you? We had a friend of ours drop a logo for us. And um, we were like, we really love the idea of having a step and repeat wall. And um, yeah, it was a case of us just sending it to them and they printed it for us on like a big, you know, cloth thing. And yeah, they did it all for us. It was totally fine because this was like a private event. It was, you know, we were allowed to do this. And yeah, they were just, I don't think there was anything they said no to, but, you know, unless it was like a health, like a safety hazard, right. but they, they were just so great. They just, you know, they let us do whatever. I would say that in terms of the customizations, the demo cruise that we did the mm. October oh, really uh, prior was the most important thing. I am extremely detail oriented as a producer. And so I basically was pushing and prodding and poking every possible thing that could be customized you know what are the things we really can mm, customize versus mm, what we can't mm. 
the reality is is that the people at the Disney Cruise Line uh, were incredibly flexible and you know also were incredibly I should say accommodating. We were able to customize so many different things, Everything. right? In Paulo, at every single one of our tables, we actually had a fish bowl that had sand inside of it, seashells, as well as a dingle hopper. Yeah, right? <laughs> everything had been put together like carefully, and um, yeah, it was it very, very much felt like you know these aren't cookie cutter weddings. Like these are Disney really, really cares about each individual wedding couple and about making the experience their own, and they they can literally work to they work to your budget. And with respect to things like the cake, right? Oh yes. Um, when we did the cruise, uh, the demo cruise, as I call it, we were able to taste all of the different cakes and mm. cake styles that they had. And then we were able to create combinations. The thing that was tricky is because we had so many guests, the size of the cake itself um, actually needed to be put into a different type of refrigerator. And of course, there's also things like, um, you know, I'd heard before, you know, some people bring their own cakes, but since you're going into international waters as you're you leaving can't. Port Canaveral, you can't because you can't bring food onto the ship in case of contamination as they as they make port and um, other things. But yeah, I basically just said to them, you know, I want to have like a really beautiful cake. I want it to be at least three tiers. They showed me some examples of what they could do. And then I was like, I don't want, I think the first design they showed me, there was some starfish and shells and they were like orange and blue. And I was like, can you make them more like neutral tones, like a blue and like a purple, like more like under the sea. And they were like, totally. There was a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, I did a PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the first time I saw the cake was actually on the night. And um, I was completely blown away because, and I even, I even remember specifically saying, I would like a cake topper that's, you know, says kiss the girl. And um, there it was, like, it was there. Yeah, the entire thing was from the first day all the way to the last day, coordinated to tell a story itself. Yeah. Um, through all of the different events and all of the different venues. It was fantastic. And when we got to evolution, we wanted evolution to actually morph. And it, it does as a nightclub, but we wanted it to be themed to the Little Mermaid mm. as if our guests were able to witness the wedding of Eric and Ariel on land. On land. And, and then party. they went and enjoyed a wonderful romantic dinner um, with the custom themed music. And then they were brought under the sea to where Ariel's yeah. from. And that's where all the dancing happens. So actually thematically throughout the entire evening, the colors all changed as we got deeper and deeper yeah, into the night. Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. Can you talk a bit about the process for getting an appearance by the Kingdom Hearts Goofy and Donald characters? Yes. So like I used to work at the company that makes Kingdom Hearts, Square Enix. And um, that game is very important to me. I love it so much. It also kind of is a good mix of what really brings me and my husband together it's a mix between disney and also video games and a lot of our guests were a mix of you know people that love disney and people that love video games so i had seen in the past like online that those characters existed and um, when the opportunity came up disney was like you know you can, if you want to, you can invite special guests to the weddings. A lot of people, you know, invite Mickey or whatever, and um, it's definitely a possibility. You just let us know kind of who you want to appear, and depending on their schedule, mm -hmm. um, they can turn up. But they, they're like, we can't make any promises because, you know, 
Especially in, for us, we're on a ship. <laughs> and in the background, I get a phone call being like, John, are we going to be doing characters? And I'm like, if that's what she wants, that's fine. <laughs> so it was like a dream of mine just because I thought it would be a really fun, special thing. And the ultimate characters for me would be Goofy and Sora from Kingdom Hearts. So Johnny knows more about this procedure because I kind of just made the demand and then like moved on to something else. <laughs> so I don't really, I don't know if there was like some some sweating going on there where they weren't oh, going to yeah. be able to make oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because so, you know it's you, we're in the middle of the ocean. So there are um, there are special friends. We'll call them Donald and Goofy from Kingdom Hearts, and Sora, who's the main character. But Sora is a character from the kind of Square Enix mythology, yeah. the part of Kingdom Hearts. Colette basically went for the hardest characters you could possibly ask for, <laughs> and so I got the phone call basically saying, "Hey, look, no promises, but we're going to do it. We can." And um, there are specific types of people that are friends with those special friends that need to have their schedules available in order to escort those special friends to the venue and be present there. So that was a factor. The current location of those special friends, because there's only um, three of them in total in the entire world uh, when it comes to Donald, Goofy, and Mickey. That was another thing that required um, a lot of coordination. And, and of course, also, I think the last and most funny one was when asked about who you know controls those special friend schedules, someone had said, of course, um, it's, it's actually non-canonical for any of these characters to be on a cruise ship because they actually never have been on a cruise in any of the video games. And um, having worked on Disney Infinity, which is, of course, a mashup of Disney, Pixar, Marvel, uh, and Star Wars properties, I was like, hold on a second. I cracked my knuckles. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I think I can answer this question. So... We, uh, we worked together hand-in-hand, hand, though, and managed to pull it off. Um, the step-and-repeat helped there. The step-and-repeat wall did help um, because the step-and-repeat wall um, helped ground it, right? Yeah, the step-and-repeat wall basically provided an environment for Donald and Goofy where they didn't look out of place. They were obviously here attending a special event, and it helped make it possible. A story. Yeah, and um, but a lot of it really comes down to just... You tell Disney who you want, and they really just go above and beyond to make sure that those guys are free and can attend. And I just really think we were, it was a mixture of just being very lucky and also just having really great people at Disney around us that really wanted to help make our dreams come true. And we didn't really know until like the day before we left that they were definitely going to be able to join us. So it was very, very exciting. And like, yeah. it was so hard to keep it a secret because it was such a great surprise for our friends. It was a very, very special moment. Like I literally won't forget that that happened. It was amazing. So I'm dying to know, because you guys had so many amazing components to your wedding, for each of you, what was your favorite memory of the day? Oh my goodness. I think my favorite, one of my favorite, well, probably my most favorite moment was after we did our reception. That was actually tied in nicely because that was also the night that they do the fireworks show. So we were able to take all of our guests out onto an area on the top deck, which Disney had like they blocked kind of off for our guests so that we'd have a good view. And we were able to all watch the fireworks show together. It was really, really fun because it really like tied into, you know, it was at the end of the night and everyone had this really amazing time, finished it off of a fireworks show. And it really was just so amazing to share this moment with everybody and all of us be together. But then my second favorite was the characters. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was when I saw Colette for the first time in her wedding dress, uh, I still like, 
we did not have a videographer because I demanded that, you know, this would always be better held in our memories than, yeah, you know. Yeah, we had two photographers instead. Although when we investigated, we did find out that drones are not allowed on the island. Yeah. We, <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, we were going to have drones and the whole thing. But when I saw Colette in her wedding dress, which was a, a custom dress from Haley Page, I just broke down in tears. I mean, you looked so beautiful. I can still see it. I, I, I uh, closed my eyes at night and I still see you in it. I cried the entire time, by the way, during the <laughs> wedding. Like it's weird. Like I was in tears because I was like, I can't believe we pulled this off. And then also like, you're so beautiful. Uh, <laughs> so that was my first favorite moment. I think my second favorite moment was saying goodbye to everyone, which seems strange. Um, <laughs> but we hosted a big breakfast the last last day, which was the departure. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, everyone came by and gave hugs. Didn't matter which friend it was. All of us ended up sharing some tears because you know we're all going back to our different yeah. respective places in the world but are leaving after an incredible journey and having made incredible memories yeah that's fantastic is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning the wedding things add up quickly <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to think because i'm sure i have something one interesting thing that I would say that I think both of us wish we knew is with the amount of things that we had customized, mm. I didn't even think about it, but we had paid for those things, right? But a lot of those things ended up going back into the, uh, into the closet, you know, potentially to be used for other events, right? So one of those things, of course, for me was the line item. So we had this beautiful, <laughs> and if Alexander hears this, he's going to laugh. I can, I can hear him laughing right now. We had this beautiful rug. Um, runner. runner, sorry, that went all the way from the beach to the end of the dock where we were married. And it said um, part of our world on the bottom of it. And, you know, I looked at that line item and I was like, that's great. Hey, by the way, where's that carpet? I know something. <laughs> I know something that's worth noting is that where we had our reception dinner it's actually in a space that is strictly over 18s only so we did have people that were bringing kids so it's something that you just you have to bear in mind if you're planning on doing something like that to make sure that there is maybe a planning place for the kids that are under 18 to go while you have the dinner or something like that because I don't think we totally knew that until a little bit later down the line and we did panic a little bit but Disney was really great at accommodating a fun place for the children that were under 18 to go to while the parents had dinner and then they joined us again for the party afterwards but I think that was just one of the only things that made me panic but every time I was worried about something Disney was so good at like just figuring it out for me like I could tell them you know, I really want this. And then I could just leave and then go to sleep like soundly and wake up and be like, so what's happened? Like, tell me. They really were amazing at putting it together. If I could do this again, I would 100% not change anything. I would always want to do a Disney wedding. A Disney cruise wedding. Especially, yeah. And right? like, I wouldn't want to have my a private planner. I'd always want to have a Disney planner because they just have, you know, they have so many ins and they know who to talk to and they know all the rules. So it's just so good. So I know, I think they were really informative. And do you know what? Having the demo cruise beforehand really, really helped. I think that made a big difference. If anyone wants to have a Disney wedding, I definitely recommend taking the opportunity maybe during their off-peak times, to go on a cruise and go through with your coordinator every single step because that just makes everything so much less stressful. Yes, absolutely. And do you have any tips or advice for future brides and grooms planning for the Disney Cruise Line? Try and relax. 
and also trust what the guys at Disney are telling you. I think there was a little bit of me that was a bit nervous that they were trying to treat me kind of like they treat every Disney bride and every bride wants to feel special, you know? It's easy to turn into a bridezilla. And I think I would say if you're having a Disney wedding and you're, you're working with people at Disney, their team is so talented. They do this every day. I think let it go <laughs> Elsa's oh, and go. just trust them and relax. But also don't be afraid if you have this really cool idea in your head to share your ideas with them because they will do everything they can to make it possible. And, you know, if you don't like something, definitely speak up and be like, no, I was thinking more this way because all they care about is making sure everything is perfect for you. And I feel like some people, you know, maybe they don't realize you can totally customize everything, but really they're there for you and they just want to make everything perfect for you. Yeah. So my tips would be like, you know, just relax. You're in good hands. Don't be afraid to speak your mind and share your ideas if there's something you're struggling with or you're stuck with, like even with things like invitations, like I'm pretty sure if we hadn't done our invitations ourselves, like if we would asked Disney for help, that'd have been like, sure. Like, you know, what do you need help with? They're literally there at your beck and call, like all the time. My advice would be plan, 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 plan. Mm. Absolutely. Everything can in fact be customized. It requires planning and it requires coordination. We had, I know this sounds silly, but I mean, we had an Excel spreadsheet that was, but they a, loved it. Oh, of course, right? Because I, I, you know, I came from there, right? So I know, they I know. Loved it. So it was like, okay, this is actually really great. We had an Excel spreadsheet that actually had every single day and every single time of day with what we wanted to happen, where, where we wanted certain guests, mm. where we wanted to have the rehearsal dinner, why, you know, all those different things. Um, and then also, we even had, you know, remember the PowerPoint presentation yeah. we referenced earlier? It's like we wanted to have a color story, right? We wanted to have this. Um, you know, truly be like something an Imagineer had created mm. custom for us. And so we had a, an entire theme that ran through the entire week. And we had every single day be a little bit different, a little bit special. We had custom um, notes delivered every single night to oh, all yeah. of our guests inside of their cabins that said just what was going on favors the next day. Favors in the bedroom, like yeah, chocolates. Special favors that were themed to different you things. You can do everything, so just yes. ask for everything, talk about everything. Disney loves it when you know what you want, but they also love it if you don't know what you want because you know they're there to help you. Like There was things that I didn't even know I wanted until they told me there were possibilities. So I really, really, you know, if you love Disney, I really recommend considering a Disney wedding just because they really made the whole process so much fun and so much easier for us. And, you know, it's just nice because they're there for you every step of the way. And if something goes wrong, you know, they'll fix it for you. That's fantastic. Well, Colette and John, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really helpful for anyone who's considering a cruise collection wedding or vow renewal. And I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you. And actually, can I also say it's actually really cool to, for both of us to be on right now because we had listened to a podcast of yours before where someone else had talked about having a Disney cruise wedding as we were evaluating all mm -hmm. the options. And um, that person uh, helped inform us. So thank you for this incredible opportunity uh, to talk about it again. Yes, thank you. That's fantastic. Thanks. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. 
Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com.